When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and the worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is radio producer, philanthropist... Philanthropist, yeah. Philanthropist, uh, social media influencer, Brian Murphy. All-round legend as well. Can you just put all-round legend at the end of that? All-round legend, Brian Murphy. I've got a couple of questions before. I know you want to ask me some questions, but I've got I'm a couple of questions first. Okay. Um, where, where is the island? Is there, there's yeah, running water and all maybe that. It's in the, um, maybe it's in the Caribbean. Caribbean? Yeah. In... It's the best of both worlds. It's not quite as hot as the Pacific, but no. you've got the crystal clear yeah, waters of the Caribbean. It, okay, yeah. I'll take that. But and what sort of a plane was it? Um, it that, that's up to you. And well, so where should, was I? Was I in first should you be surra- Yeah, well, should you be surrounded with many dead bodies yeah. or... Uh, few dead bodies or it's just or, you know you were on a trip with all these people I'd like a lot because um, I think I've mentioned to you, this to you many times I'll go cannibal early oh yeah okay yeah, even before it's necessary yeah. I don't mind <laughs> just dive straight in yep start the party it's the fifth meet <laughs> uh, Brian so you're just on like a Boeing 747 right comes down uh-huh. you're in first class Good. maybe you've already you know clinked glasses with these people Wow. Should we dive in? Who's your first dick? Who's my first dick? I'm going to go straight into it. Um, it's a fictional character, but they're not banned, are they? No, they're not banned. No, they can be there. It's uh, Postman Pat. What lovely Postman Pat. Lovely Postman From Pat. From everyone's childhood. Everyone's childhood and current current yeah. children's childhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound like a bit of bad stand-up, because sort of, people always go, oh, what is it with Postman Pat? He's a really bad postman. <laughs> he can't deliver letters properly. <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's more personal for me. Okay. So let me just take you back to four years ago. Mm-hmm. I had my first child, and then two years after I had my second child. Don't know why you need to know that, but I just thought I'd get the timeline No, no, it you. makes yeah. sense, yeah. Um, and kids like watching CBeebies, and they've brought Postman Pat back mm. so i think there was a there was a bit of a thing with the royal mail he can't he's technically now he's a courier is that what it says on yeah it? it's not postman pat with the royal mail on him anymore it's it's postman pat sps right oh, sorry it's postman pat sds special delivery service is that because they don't want to be tarred with the brush of him being a terrible postman I th- maybe i don't i don't know but anyway He's gone off reservation. He still wears a postman's outfit and he drives a red van, but he just hasn't got the official Queen's logo. Okay, all right, fair enough, yeah. And they've tried to update him with the times and stuff. So my issue with it is this. Kids love to watch the same thing over and over again. So it would come on every morning at, I think, quarter past seven, Mm. and they'd watch it, and you'd be in bed sort of listening to it, you know, with one eye closed. And the same thing would happen every day, and it used to drive me crazy. And it was this. The guy from the special delivery service would ring up and go, "Hi, Pat. Yeah. We've had a, we've had a special. De- we, we need a special delivery. How soon can you get here?" Yeah. Like he'd go, "How soon?" If I said to you, James, "How soon can you get here?" Oh, Dep- depends if you, where if you, you are. If you were uh, ten miles away, 
and you do some calculations. If you were at home and I said, come to work, I've got to get my how soon can you get here? Get it's 10 a.m. in the morning. Half an hour. Half an hour. So if I say to you now, James, we've had an emergency at work. How soon can you get here? Oh, probably going to take me like an hour and a half. Yeah. Postman Pat never answers the question. <laughs> he just says, I'm on my way. Okay. And at first, it didn't bother me that much. And I would just, I would just go, that's not what you asked, Pat. <laughs> that's not, Pat, that's not what you asked, mate. Pat. It's not what he asked. And then as the mornings, and I don't know why, but it just annoyed me so much. And towards, they don't show it anymore at quarter past seven in the morning. But towards the end of that run, I would I would always just shout, it's not what he said, Pat. Pat, <laughs> he said, how soon can you get here? It's a time-sensitive delivery. How soon can you get here? Don't just say, I'm on my way. Because that gives him no information. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why I hate Postman Pat. No, that's good. Also, he is a shit postman. Yeah, he is a shit postman. He's a terrible postman. I think they've given him more vehicles now, though. Yeah, he's it? got a helicopter, an airplane. An airplane? <laughs> so why is he in an airplane? Um, he often uses the services of the train. I think he's got a quad <laughs> yeah. bike thing. Um, and, they're all, and he only ever has, like, one delivery a day. Yeah, and it's really difficult. I mean, imagine... Where the fuck does he live? <laughs> well, this is the thing. So now they've also, they've also had it. So what's the name of the... T- so there's the village, but there's also a town nearby that he has to go to. They've made it. They've made it very complicated. Yeah. Okay. And just the shipping cost for one package <laughs> to his village, where he's flying a plane and it's got one package in it. Just the maths don't add up for a start. Yeah, they've got to pay his his wage just to get that one package there. Yeah. I wonder what his day rate is. Uh, probably quite a lot, and that's yeah. that probably maybe it was the unionisation yeah. of of Pat, which yeah. made the Royal Mail sort of. Yeah, it could be. Disassociate yeah. themselves from him. Um, there's another thing as well. He has, and I must be the only person that picks up on this because my wife says it's not true. But there is a lot of sexual tension with with Mrs. Goggins, the post, yeah. the post lady. Oh, there always has been though, hasn't there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also an, a new thing. So before he, I don't think he ever had kids. Now he's got a kid and a wife. Oh. But I think Postman Pat could be gay. <laughs> okay. So it's this thing where. I think he's married late in life. Right. Because questions were being asked in the village. Yeah. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying, because it's a small village, they yeah. probably were. Yeah. His wife is very spinsterish, And I think she's settled. I think she knows he's gay. She's settled. Okay. Because he just wants a kid. Like, and it's yeah. now or never for her. It's now or never for her. And Pat I think comes at, along. At some point, it's all going to blow up in her face. Wow, and he's just going to... Yeah. Uh, Okay. It's just going to happen one day. Him and the guy on the other end of the phone. Yep. Okay, fair play. Not that I think that's a bad thing. No. I just, well, I do, because he's being a dick. To his wife. And by leading her along. Yeah, but yeah. But then again, she's complicit in it. Or, or I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much <laughs> they into it. They could both be dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Postman Pat is there. He's your first dick. Brian, that leads me on to your second dick. Who's going to be your second designer? My second dick. My second dick is uh, football pundit Jake Humphreys. I am there. You don't need to say any more. Who's your third dick? No, I'm joking. Go I, I, on. This, this thing about Jake Humphreys. Now, whenever I see Jake Humphreys on television, he behaves nicely. He's a competent presenter. And whenever I see him being interviewed or around and about, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. There's just this thing inside me. That whenever I see him, I just, I just, I just don't like you. I, I, it's like I've taken a visceral dislike to him, and I don't know why. Mm. And maybe it's a reflection on me, not him. So... I want to make it clear that I don't think he's a bad person. Mm. I've got no issue with his behaviour, but I don't know. He's just one of those people that I think people dislike. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That One of those people that's slightly out of phase with everyone else and makes the whole room uneasy. Yes. Because you can always... See, whenever he's like trying to do banter oh, God. with the 
football pundits, the the ones that are ex pros, they always they always just can't go. All right, mate, turn it in. Fuck off. Yeah. Because they're on television. But. Yeah. There is a sense they're just bristling at him, just going, no, just, who, just ask, what, me about, who, who? ask me about Chelsea's defence and don't try and do any banter, please. Yeah, yeah. I think Paul Scholes barely tolerates him. Michael Owen is fine with him because Michael Owen has Michael Owen. Bless yeah. him, bless him. <laughs> uh, and who else? Steven Gerrard has had run-ins with him. Oh, on the show? Because like... I, I think he tried to do a bit of banter with him about the slip. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. which, obviously, why would you like? And the thing is, why would you do that, Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, oh, slipping. It was something like that. I seem to remember. And I just get, and he's very tall as well. Yeah. Oh, what Jake Humphreys? Yeah, so you don't it, like that. Well, no, I, I don't mind it. But mm. he always, I think it puts off the other players. He dwarfs all the. He, dwarf, he looks silly. Was he? Was he a player? No. No. Oh, and right. again, pundits don't like it when uh, people who didn't play the game try and talk about it. Yes. Right. But what about Mark Chapman? I feel like he gets away with it. Was Mark Chapman a footballer? Mark yeah, Chapman was not a footballer. But he's fine, isn't he? I don't like him either. Oh, right, okay, fair. I don't know what okay. it is. There's something about football pundits that I don't... And again... Gary Lineker. I like him. Fine, but he was a footballer. Yeah. Fo- Mark Chapman, um, can he be 2A? Yeah, he can. <laughs> again, again, I, I don't dislike him. He's done nothing wrong. Yeah. I bet he's a lovely bloke. There's just... I, I think... I. I think for me, with Mark Chapman, is it, it feels like um, he's just wandered into the studio and they've gone, do you want to sit down there, mate, and just do a show? And oh, I think no. I take that to heart. It's like, if he can do it, because he, he is sort of like, all right, do you think that, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, right, because, you know, he's he's transitioned out of the chappers. He used to be chappers, didn't he? yeah. She's like, oh, come on, mate. Oof. He's transitioned out of that in, now into Mark Chapman. Years ago, right, I, you know when you do a tweet, Mm-hmm. And you think this is going to be brilliant? People are going to love this. Yeah, this is this has got 50, 15, 20 likes all over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was during the Super Bowl, right? Mm. And it was it was one of those things that comes along once in a lifetime. And I'm, you know, I'm bigging this tweet up, but it was a good tweet, right? Okay, it deserved better. Yeah, and it was, if I remember correctly, because he's Mark Chapman. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he was doing the Super Bowl coverage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I tweeted something along the lines of, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Their Mark Chapman killed a national treasure of ours. Mark Chapman, the guy that killed John Lennon. Right, yeah. Yeah. Now, our Mark Chapman is returning the favour oh, at the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Which is pay- That's had all the, powerful. Had all that... the elements of a great joke. It was brilliant. It was fantastic. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Did he sit there going back on it? On I Twitter waited till check. next year, hoping he'd do the Super Bowl again so I could do it again. Didn't happen. Oh, Brian. Didn't happen. Um, how often did you think about that tweet? I think about it on a daily basis. <laughs> that could have been the tweet that turned my life around, but it didn't. Does it go in the box with it, all the others, or...? What my other tweets? Yeah, I mean my other tweets are all substandard. This was the only the, uh, tweet I've ever done that was a genuine joke. And it was oh okay. That's also fine. it was two o'clock in the morning as well, so there wasn't much traction. There wasn't many yeah, people around. Yeah. All right, well they're solid desert island dicks, and they can go in. And then you're the first person to bolt on a two A, so that's great. Brian, um, who's going to be your third desert third, island dick? Third dick is uh, Zane Lowe. Go on. Zane Lowe. Again, all these people, I have no... Um, in fact, years and years and years ago, hmm. uh, we used to work at the same radio station. I was a lowly sort of work experience guy, and he was a uh, DJ. Okay. DJ at XFM. Yeah. Uh, and again, lovely guy. Really nice to the staff. Really good guy. Hmm. I'm, I have no issue with him. My issue with, with from this side of it is... No one likes music that much. No one likes music that much. And not all ty- all genres of yeah, music. Yeah, no one likes music that much. <laughs> it's impossible. 
Yeah. I I like music. I yeah. like listening to it. Yeah. Don't like talking about it. No. Okay. I mean, I'll the extent of my music um, talking is. Do you like that song? Yeah, it's quite good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Like, who, I find music conversations and music specialist shows interminable. And I, I understand that if it's a new music show, you've got to sell it and you've got to talk about new music and you've got to interview the band. Also, interviewing bands is so fucking dull. Yeah. So dull. Yeah. And he's just so enthusiastic about all records. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, and it's just like, obviously, yeah. I mean, it is his job to do that. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, having a go at him for that, but it's sometimes just tone a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Like, when we used to see him come out of the studio, it was like, you know when a prize fighter's just won a fight? He's got, like, a towel around his neck. Oh, and he, was, uh, he didn't have a towel around his yeah, neck. Yeah, but, but he, it felt like a he metaphorical should have had, towel, yeah. yeah. And, like, um, I think I was I was around for his last show at XFM years and years and years ago. Again, lovely bloke. I don't want to have a go at him, but just, just a bit too enthusiastic. Okay, yeah. Um, and they're all dancing in the studio. What to? I think, I don't know what song it was. It was just a song. And, like, you know... Again, people like that, and he's enthusiastic. I think it's probably more of a reflection of my miserable nature mm. that I don't like to watch people dancing and enjoying themselves. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah. It might I be just... a reflection of your miserable nature, all of your desire. Do you think he's like that at home, though? I don't know. What, that this enthusiastic? This is the greatest sandwich in the world. <laughs> I've put pepper in it. I've put some ham, some, oh, some mayo just sitting right off. This is the greatest <laughs> sandwich in the world. That's great. No, do you so think good. he does that? I don't know. No. I don't. I don't know. No, I don't know. But again, Zane, if you're listening, brother, no, <laughs> no hard feelings. Because obviously he probably will be listening to this. Just, just to, yeah, obviously you know this is gonna be huge. Because um, he well, this will be on iTunes, won't it? This, Maybe. This yeah. I don't so know. he works How? for Beats One. <laughs> yeah. So he probably sees all the podcasts coming so in. He and has just, a little listen. Like, yeah, and he's just like you know. He knows that he's featured in this. Did that work out well for him, Beats One? I don't know. Because it's sort of one of those things that... Does anyone listen to Beats One? Does any, I don't know anyone that listens to it. But does anyone... Because they've made it so hard to listen to it. Yeah. It's like if they just had a... You could listen to it. You have to have an Apple thing with a thing and a... Who likes music Who that likes much? music that much? Exactly, yeah. Cool. Zane Lowe, he's on your desert island. Uh, Brian, now... So, so hang on. What, are they all... What happens? Do they survive you've the plane cr- crash? You, you've all crashed at the same time. So, hang on a minute. Can I just ask the question? Mm. Has anyone asked this question before? Go on. What were the events leading up to me, Zane Lowe, <laughs> Postman Pat coming to life, and Jake Humphreys all getting on a flight together? Um, and can they not have been in first class? I mean, you can break it down as you like. Like, I do like talking about it, but really, I just want you to tell me who you think is a dick and why. Right, OK. But uh, if we're going to do it that way, you know, you guys were all on a trip to Vegas. Right, for stag do for some we don't really like that Postman, Pag- Postman Pat's come out, yeah, and he's getting married to the guy on the end of the phone. You're on his stag do. Mm-hmm. He's picked Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Right, and that's what's happened. And it's a private plane. How does how does Postman Pat know Jake Humphreys and Zane Lowe and me? And you, I don't know. Uh, why is Postman Pat alive Fine. and well? Okay, okay. Does he know he's a fiction? Does he know he's not real? Is he questioning his his you know his ex- mere existence? What do you think? I think he is, mm. and I think it scares the hell out of him. Uh, okay, fine. And also, I just want to know: Are they going to judge me on my cannibalism? Because um, I want to be there day one, like, and Zane's going, come on, mate, there's plenty of coconuts here. Don't be eating your legs. Don't yeah. be eating that guy's legs. Uh, it depends. So when Postman Pat uh, comes to life, is he magically come to life and he's still made of plasticine? Because then you're eating plasticine. 
or has he become human form, which would be horrific. Imagine Postman Pat, the, 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 but like flesh and bone. Yeah, the um, the ratio of his nose and his hair his and head his ears and, and his everything. weird glass and his feet. It would be horrific. That would be horrific. He'd probably be in constant pain as well. Oh, God. Just want us to kill him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but there might be a lot of meat there because of the size of everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go away and have a think about that then. Okay, you, you have a think to, about it, fine. yeah. We can talk about it later, later date. Feedback and, like, you know, if we want to talk about this later in, like, a therapy-type session, I can just bolt it onto the end of the podcast. Fine, great. Okay, cool. Not a problem. Brian, now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there's some food and drink left over. Unfortunately, it's your least favourite food and your least favourite drink. What are they and why? Food. Food first. Food, parsnips. Oh, okay. I, I get that. I really do get that. So there's no... thing about parsnips is most people in this country eat them as roasted. Yeah. Right? And everyone always thinks they're potatoes. I can probably... There's been multiple times I've chomped down on a parsnip <laughs> yeah. and thought, yes, here we go. <laughs> this is a potato and it was a parsnip. And I'm like, no. It's a bit sweet. It's a bit sweet. It's a bit... I just don't, I just roasted, don't like though, it. Roasted, though, it's nice. It's just like a shit carrot. Do you know what I mean? If <laughs> yeah. you're going to be roasting vegetables for a roast, yeah. just have a carrot. No, it's true, just yeah. have carrots. You yeah. don't need it's the parsnips. It's just better, yeah. And it's too similar to the, to the potatoes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you, yeah. Um, so I'm just not a big fan of parsnips. Have you ever... Especially... Bo- I mean, roasted is, is the worst. Mm. Well, roasted is bad, but... Boiled parsnips are the worst. Oh, you wouldn't dare eat a boiled parsnip. I'm, Who's I'm doing I, that? I'm Irish. Well, yep. I'm not Irish, but my parents are Irish. So I had an Irish diet growing up. Didn't oh. know what a bagel was till I was 18. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I ever had broccoli. We just had uh, boiled potatoes. Root vegetables. Yep, and yep. other boiled, like lettuce, not lettuce, uh, cabbage, cabbage, carrots, yeah. um, uh, parsnips, yeah. and boiled meat. Just all, That like, was it all the time. No, yeah. No sauce. Wow. No salt. Occasionally, on a Friday, because we were Catholic, we would have uh, boiling a bag fish. Okay. You know the ones with the sauce in I it? I know, yeah. Yep. And potatoes. Um, <laughs> that is amazing. So parsnips, I've got a long history of parsnips. But Brian, you're, age, like, you're putting an age on yourself that is way beyond two years. Like Other foods were readily available. Oh, yeah, but because I was Irish, we That's didn't know about it. That's just how it was. It. My mum, right, one time came round when I was a grown adult mm. to my flat on a Sunday morning and I was eating I think it was because uh, you know the sort of guy I am it's the life I lead mate yeah you know, gangster lifestyle um, I have smoked salmon scrambled eggs nice with a bagel that's great yeah right? and she started laughing her head off right yeah and she said what are you eating fish and eggs for and why have you, what's that piece of bread with the hole in it <laughs> your roll has got a hole in it and I was like you know it's a bagel she goes a bagel uh, at my wedding at my wedding she uh I, I find this hard to believe, right? She claimed she didn't, like, know what a pie was. Oh, my God. So I said to her... Well, she, like, any type of pie. Any type of pie. I don't believe this. She, she, uh, we had pie and mash. Yeah, standard. Um, that's a that's a good wedding It's like a, food. it's a good yeah. wedding fair. It was, yeah. a, it was a pub we'd hide out for the day. Great. And they said, we can put on me, a meal, but it'd be pie and mash. And I was like, well, everyone likes pie. Who doesn't like pie and mash? Yeah. And my mum kicked off and said, oh, no, 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 no. We can't have pie and mash for a wedding. What do you have for a wedding? She goes, what, she goes, what is a pie? I've never had a pie. And I was like, you've never had a pie? And then I thought back, to my, a terrible I thought back to my youth and I was like, shit, I don't think we did have pies when I was a kid. We never had a pie. And she goes, she, go, she said, your father might eat a pie on occasion, but, but no, no, all your relatives from Ireland won't eat a pie. And I was just like, I'm sure they will. It's basically pastry and meat. What's going on? 
So that's that. This is the deep-seated... Oh, this is like a therapy session for me. No, this is get, great. Get, yeah. Digging down into why I don't like parsnips. No, yeah, it's good, yeah. yeah. And um, I was just amazed that your mum had never eaten a pie. I mean, I'm sure she must have eaten Yeah, a pie. she just didn't want it at the wedding. Yeah. Um, parsnip, can you think of a the specific time where you... Where you Chowed down on a parsnip and you're like, this is disgusting. It must have affected you at one point or another. I think the worst ever parsnip uh, incident was at a carvery. Oh, yeah. And because they all, this is the thing, this is the thing. If you do your, so if you do your parsnips in that long sort of uh, baton yeah. roasted, mm. you're fine. You know where you are. They've been clearly identified. It's yeah. almost like they're wearing a little uniform. But sometimes people cube them. Right. They? Like, like potatoes. Then they're in disguise. And I, I didn't get any potatoes. And it was a one-stop carvery. You couldn't go back and get more. It was like, get, load up now, that's it, you know, because you give your ticket in. Yeah. Uh, and I loaded up on on what I thought were potatoes. Yeah. What I thought were potatoes. I mean, the fact they were next to the broccoli and the carrots, you'd have given it away, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I got back to my table, and it was it was, it was just, stuck with all these par- parsnips. <laughs> Did you go back to get roast potatoes? I was too I was too ashamed because <laughs> you can't go back. I was like I didn't want to. You're you missing know, out on one of the best bits of the entire thing. I know, but I, it was one of those things where I just I you just, just wanted, couldn't do it. Yeah, do it. yeah. Wanted to wallow in my misery. Um, I love it at a carvery that you have a roast dinner, but you also have a Pepsi like on the side. If you don't get a pint and you're like you're driving or something, you have like a Pepsi. Is that normal with a roast dinner? Here's the thing: Have you ever been in a pub? Or a restaurant where you go, can I have a Diet Coke or a Coke? And they go, oh, we only have Pepsi. Because they often only have one or the other, don't they? Right, yeah. And they go, oh, we've only got Pepsi. Has anyone ever said no? No. I don't, I don't think, think anyone's that. ever I, said no. I don't think so, no. This, this is a podcast you should do, a spin-off. No one cares Thing, enough. Things, things that no one's ever said no to. Uh, the other one for that is um, Barber, isn't it? When he shows you the back of your hair. Oh, is that, yeah. Is that all right? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it's fine. fine. <laughs> no, it's not right. I feel like you've done the main two, though, because it's like... Um, if you can think of three, yeah, it's a thing. Okay, all right. Um, no, you're right. I no, yeah, it's main, just hanging there. We've done the main, yeah. done the main two, haven't we? Um, uh, other thing about parsnips is, what about, Brian, if they were like made nice and thin and they're a bit like crispy? Do you know what I mean? They're a bit ah, crispy. Ah, now, this is the thing. You see, when, whenever... Hang on, I've got to set up for this. For okay. Body, really. Yeah. When you, when you do that thing where you make something so thin and it just crisps up, mm. it just it's, it's nothing. It okay. takes away the taste of it. You might as well... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, there's no point. It's like ketchup. Ketchup makes everything taste the same, so... So, like, whenever we made a roast at university, if you peel the vegetables, you peel your carrot. The main ones, you're peeling your carrots. You you're ma- peeling your carrots. You're peeling your potatoes. You're peeling your potatoes. Maybe you're peeling your parsnips, peeling if your you've parsnips, got them. Right. My friend, who's from Yorkshire, Bridlington, East Yorkshire lad. Does he ever mention the fact he's from Yorkshire a lot? All the time. Oh, I'm, I'm Bridlington, I'm East Yorkshire. And um, what he'll do is, whilst the roast dinner's cooking, he'd get all the peelings and he'd do a shallow fry... In a pan and fry them all, and then chuck them on a um, chuck them on a bit of uh, kitchen roll. Leave them for five minutes, and you've got little vegetable-y crisps. It's nice, like sort of it really was... unhealthy crudite. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah. and we chow down on those. I've always maintained that uh, whenever, because I'm eventually I'm going to be rich and famous. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's just a inevitable. Of, yeah, it's just a matter of time, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I'm 38. It's not happened yet, but but <laughs> you've got it about you though. I've got it about me. Yes, yeah. uh, that when that happens, I'm going to go to KFC and I'm going to say I want a bucket. Mm. of chicken skin <laughs> chicken skin take all your chicken take all the nice bits of skin off I mean use a glove obviously yeah, yeah. Your hand. Uh, and give me, a, give me fill that bucket with chicken skin <laughs> yeah. 
That'd be amazing. It would be great, yeah. Sorry, anyway. No, I'm all over it. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I look forward to that moment in time. Brian, what is going to be a drink on your Desert Island Dicks? I hate pretentious drinks. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go to uh, a pub and someone goes, can I have like an espresso martini? You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Or even Guinness, to be honest, is a bit pretentious, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I just think why you're, you're slowing the whole... If it's an empty pub, fine, but you're slowing the whole process down. I've maintained for years that whole <laughs> double pour thing for Guinness is absolute bollocks. Yeah. I reckon you could just pull a you normal just pint it and it's one, fine. And it'd be just, fine, it'd be yeah. I think it's a marketing thing to have anticipation about it and they, they teach it. I reckon it's absolute balls. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you think, so by putting that Guinness there and people are looking at it... Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's great, isn't it? And people that order Guinness last as well. Do you ever get that? Oh, right, it's the Can last I, uh, in the two round. Two pints of Stella, uh, two pints of Peroni. Uh, what's that? Is it craft lager? One of those. Yeah. Uh, and then they go at the end. Oh, can I get five points of Guinness as well? It's like, oh do that no! With the Come on. Man, do the Guinness and then they the can Guinness. leave it. Yeah. Then come back during the interim and get the rest of the drinks for you. But Guinness isn't even the drink I hate the most. Okay, go on. What's Sorry, your drink? It's a slow gin. Oh, what slow what, gin? What, what issue you got with slow gin? Never tasted it. <laughs> okay. Never tasted it, so I don't. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, it's the people that drink it. Right. Okay. It's the people that drink slow gin. It's it's a type, isn't it? Yeah. Only, only last year I realised what slow gin actually is. Right. So people go, oh, we make, our, and it's always people like this. We make our own slow. Oh, slow gin. Oh, we got the slow gin out this weekend. Made slow gin. Yeah. Oh, slow. We've made our own slow gin. And I just thought <laughs> yeah. it's like slower berry. I think it is. Is it? I don't. I think it might be, yeah. And I thought they are making, they're fermenting and making their own alcohol. And it takes ages to and do And they it. make out, it's a big thing, oh yes, we make our own slow gin, it's gorgeous. Oh, my grandmother had a recipe for slow gin, it's fantastic, you must have some. Slow gin this, slow gin that. Yeah. Like, Fuck off. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, and I only found out this weekend, it literally is just putting some berries in... In the bottle so, of gin. Just someone so else's bottle, gin. Get a bottle of Gordon's and put some stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. The hard bit is making the alcohol. Just having a little bit of flavor. It's like putting... A, and you put sugar. You put a spoonful of sugar in as well. Oh, that's only going to make it taste good. Well... well no matter what. I know, but it's just the pretension yeah. surrounding no, no, it. Of course, it's, yeah. It's just like, oh, I love What some I mean is what they're getting away with by... By saying they're making out as if they've made it. Yeah. And yet, Jamie Vardy, last year, mm. got a load of stick because he made his own vodka Skittles. <laughs> He put a packet of put a, that is so good. Put a giant packet of Skittles in a in a in a bottle of vodka and then left it for like a couple of weeks and then it makes you know yeah, it makes, I know the, about makes it, the vodka yeah. taste like Skittles. Yeah, but everyone's cocking their nose up at him. Yeah, but yet slow gin is it uh, fine because you went to Whole Foods and bought a berry. Slow gin. I know. Good on you, Jamie Vardy. That's great. Slow gin. I mean, you're on this desert island though. Um, Parsnips and slow gin, you know, you could just get yourself to a nice, well-fed, uh, deeply alcoholic death. Yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. So, I hate slow gin. Yeah. But it probably, but I love, I love gin. Do you? Oh, I absolutely love gin. Do you? Gin and tonic, or gin and tonic, always. Uh, like, I like. To- Fill up a pint glass, but mostly with ice. <laughs> okay, mostly with yeah, ice. Yeah, mostly yeah, ice. Yeah. A good drop of gin in there, mm. uh, and then uh, a splash of tonic. Yeah, and this is the this is the good bit. Just loads of lemon. Oh, to the point where like if you've got like indigestion um, problems, you're like, oh, that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, just squ- you're squeezing the lemon in there. Yeah, uh, ideally, just then put a crumble of Gaviscon tablet into it as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> are you juicing the lemon or are you just squeezing just it? Just squeezing it and then, ch- and then chucking the dead lemon corpse in. You know, and you've like, yeah, you're, of course. Like, you're useless to me, but I'll stick You need it anyway. to huff just, just as you drink yeah. it, yeah. Oh, That's great. Gin. So this is a good thing. So I like gin, so I'm sure I'll like slow gin, yeah. but it's just a pretentious- pretentiousness around it. And I can it. say to Postman Pat and Jake Humphreys, guys, guys, I've made some slow gin. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Brian, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on this island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work. Unfortunately for you, it's only got two working settings. And on one setting, it's your least favourite film of all time, and on mm. the other, it's your least favourite song. Uh, what are they and why? Right, least favourite film. Yep. Uh, and this is a bittersweet one for me. Okay. Right, because it's by the Coen brothers. All right. Who are brilliant. Yeah. Um, but again, I put them in the slow gin category. Yeah, for a sure. Lot, a lot of people go, well, the Coen brothers... Yeah. So so good. Go oh. brother. Give myself a big slow. Uh, and it's uh, No Country for Old Men, which is a brilliant film. Yeah. It's a brilliant film, right? That is quite but controversial. It's I know. That's yeah, I on. like to go for the controversial, okay. mate. All right. Right. Yeah. I mean one day I think I, I could be a Daily Mail columnist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, imagine if uh, me and you I come over there now and I'm we you know, we start to get on with it. Do, yeah. some, do some stuff. Okay. I slip, I slip my hand down your pants. Yeah. And things are happening. Yeah. You know, you're enjoying it. You're really enjoying it. Yeah. Things about are about to come to a head. Yeah. I pull my hand out and go, see you later, James, <laughs> and wand- and just go home. Yeah. That is no country for old men. Okay. Uh, so basically the film just ends, doesn't it? Yeah, And no it does, one knows yeah. what happens at the end. There's no resolution. Yeah. And it's a, it's a cop-out. What are they trying to do with that? People go, oh, well, you know, uh, you just decide for yourself, don't you? You know, it's you work it out for yourself, or it's symbolic, or it's... Uh, it's not... Just end the fucking film. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, not, we, no yeah. one has to say... It doesn't have to be a good ending or a bad ending, but just end it somehow. Well, I've been sitting along, going along with the ride for you for an hour and 45 minutes. Again, it's a great film, but it just goes... Yeah. It just Peters out, out at the end. And we're left with a big case of blue balls. Do you not like the great suspense, though? Can you not get over yep, it for the that's fantastic. Acting is great. Excellent. All of that's great, but it all just, ne- just gets negated by the, the fact disappointment it has no ending. At yeah. And I, I literally was like, oh, come on, at the end of it. I literally shouted out, <laughs> oh, come the, on. Were you in the cinema? <laughs> no, I was, I was at home, and I was like, what? Oh, come oh. And then they and people and they know they know what they're doing as well because yeah. you're panicking a little bit because you realise because especially when you're watching it at home mm. and you know there's not that much if you pause it for any reason or you know you you like accidentally touch the microphone the the running time at the bottom comes along on, mm. the, on the screen or whatever um, and you go hang on a minute I mean they're leaving it pretty tight if they're gonna there's a, there's a lot to, <laughs> so it's gonna there's a lot to wrap up here and yeah. they're leaving it pretty tight and then the last scene you're like are they are they fucking ended this film are they <laughs> They are, yeah. ended, and the 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 the, re, the rise of the anger. Just, I still remember it to this day. Is just like, you, oh you fuckers, <laughs> and they've done it on purpose. They've they've. It's I, artistic, license. yeah, and they get away with it. Uh, but imagine if we did that, or if I'm a radio producer. Imagine if I did a show halfway through, like ten, just, mi- ten minutes before it's supposed to end. Just stop the song. Yeah. Dead air. <clears throat> Dumb. Ugh. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm there. I'm with you. You get that for the disappointment. Yep. And imagine having to just do that every day for the rest of your life, watch that and just know that it's never going to conclude. I would make Postman Pat, who technically is a professional actor, yeah. uh, Jake Humphreys and Zane Lowe act act out act how out. I think it should end. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. And it will be sexual. <laughs> I know, it's always sexual with you, Brian. Brian, uh, what's your song going to be? The song is uh, The Girl Is Mine by Michael Jackson featuring... Paul McCartney. Because she's mine. Love, girl is mine. 
Okay, all right. Now, there's a reason for this. Yeah. A, it's a terrible song. It's just an awful, awful 80s sort of weird... What is it? It's like an easy listening... Yeah, cause jazzy I think, funk. Well, I don't know what it is. I think there's this myth that everything that Michael Jackson touched was touched was gold. Under f- yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. He's yeah, dead. There's no yeah. libel. There's no libel. Yeah. And also, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, do I have to cut this out? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I would seek legal advice, mate. <laughs> Just bleep it. I would just bleep it. It's, okay, easy. it's yeah. easier. Just bleep this whole proceeding sort of like 10 seconds. Yeah. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, everything... Yeah. There is, there there is, is a myth about that. So go on, what, what is it's, it's it about more, this song? It's more to do you? with Paul McCartney and it's an excuse to get my... I've got this thing, which you may have heard me around the office, mm. uh, talk about on many occasions. It's, it's, it's a fictional post that I wish to create in government uh, and it's called The Music Czar, right? Yeah, that's good. I as, like a, as a man that's... As a man that's worked in and around the fringes of the music industry, and I hear a lot of music, uh, you know, I've made some observations and some improvements. I think that could could come with this position of the music. Go for so it. basically, I, Paul McCartney is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of, if not the best singer songwriter of all time. Okay, yeah, he's brilliant. He was. If you say that John Lennon was your favorite Beatle, you're an idiot. Yeah, because he wasn't. Uh, oh no, I'm mean, not favourite. The most talented Beatle, rather. Right. Yeah. Um, just for the Beatles alone. I mean, he, he yeah, the Beatles course. wound up before they were all thirty. Yeah. I believe. And Imagine doing all that before you're thirty. I know, incredible. Um, he had a couple of good solo years, some pretty decent stuff. Mm. But he's ruining his legacy now and in the eighties mm. with a lot of, frankly, subpar stuff. Again, I want to stress that he's one of the most talented singer songwriters of all time. And I've done nothing with my life, so who am I to who am I to uh, criticise him? But you know, we're in the, we're doing this podcast, so we might as well. Yeah, it's what uh, it's all about. And he's just ruining his legacy. And I want people to remember the, him for Helter Skelter yeah. or Yesterday or yeah. Lovely Rita Meter Maid. Mm. I don't want them to remember him for that terrible ukulele song he did. You know, uh, in two thousand and eight. You know, everybody get dinga dinga ding. Everybody uh, get down tonight. So, so my issue with Paul McCartney is is this is yeah. this with the music czar. This wouldn't have happened. Um, the doggone girl is 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 mine. <laughs> Such a bad song. That is, yeah. Um, is that did, the full title or is that the lyric? That's one of the lyrics yeah. in it. It's because because at one bit they go the doggone girl is mine. Oh yeah. It's like I, who I, calls yeah, it the girl? Yeah. And also they're very different ages as well so who you know okay who'd be fighting over that girl i know know, yeah anyway um so so this would this would stop that this would stop the whole terrible mccartney period because the music czar thing is you are in a band or a solo artist doesn't matter which if you go solo it still counts the rules are still the same you can do five albums right Mm. five albums could be double albums yeah 50 songs on the album no matter what or you can do 10 years Okay, all right. All right. So there's yeah. a sweet spot there. I think 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, I hope Coldplay are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Right? And however long it takes you to do those five albums, you can eke those five albums out over a 25-year period. That's fine. Sure. That's fine. Because then you'll still have gone off the boil, but you're not, you know, you're not giving us too much shit. Um, like, uh, uh, like the Chili Peppers, for instance. Yeah. Uh, or 10 years. And in those 10 years, you can do as much as you want. You can release as many singles as you want, as many albums, and, and that's it. That's basically it. I love it. And then I once, think it's well, whichever comes first, whichever comes first, you're done. Yeah, it's That's gr- it. It's Someone great. comes to the music czar office, takes away your recording equipment, says you're never allowed to release anything ever again. That's it. 
I, I think you can I feel perform. Like someone should li- you can perform. To this. Just no new music. Yeah, just don't ruin it. Could you write songs for other people? No, no. Just leave I just it. made that on the fly. I mean, I just decided that. Yeah, no, no. I think that's fine. Um, a lot of these things are made up on the fly, anyway, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there anyone that has achieved that sen- yeah. sensibly? Who- a, see, what will happen is you'll get a couple of you'll get people that are very prolific. Maybe mm. like say like Bob Dylan. Mm. And they just bang out an album every year, and everyone's like, oh, it's an album out again. And then there occasionally might be a really good song in there, but it's not worth keeping the system for that. I don't think. No, no. Paul Weller is another one. Did you hear Lou Reed and Metallica's record? No. <sighs> yeah. That's a prime example. Yeah. That should have just called it a day. You li- literally, someone comes to meet you with paperwork when <laughs> yeah. you've done when you've released your final album, or it's ten years. And uh, you sign the paperwork, you get taken away, and you get taken to uh, Live Nation, which discuss your options with you, and they say, look, Greatest Hits tours, mate. That's all you need to do now. Yeah, just, that's just it. Do, yeah. Just do the Greatest Hits. Yeah. Off you go. Bye. And uh, if they try and uh, sneak any new material in, Trapdoor. Uh, no, Death Sentence. <laughs> Death Sentence. Death Sentence. That's it. Yeah. Cold. Yeah, Paul Weller goes, is a new one I've got from a new... No, no, Paul. No. Sorry, no. No. All right, Brian. Finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it? See, I wanted to put... I wanted to put killer whale. Okay. But then, are they going to be on the island? Because they could be... they're too big. Well, I could be out fishing. Me and Postman Pat could be down, you know, by the makeshift pier we've built out of suitcases. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to fish in or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And then the killer whale, you know, has a go at us. The reason why is, I think killer whale gets... Yes, a big pass, right? Everyone goes on about killer whales at sea life sentence and stuff. Yeah. I say, fuck them. <laughs> I say, put as many as you can in those prisons oh, till, right. till their mental health deteriorates, until they bang themselves against the wall, <laughs> smash their own brains in. Do you know why? They're the, they are the dicks of the ocean. Why? They're the dicks of the ocean. Why are they? Because they hunt baby um, baby dolphins and baby whales. Yeah. And have you ever seen that fo- footage of um, uh, killer whales? They've killed a seal and they're just chucking it they're just ch- playing catch with the baby seal. Oh. They're like, I'm, I'm one killer whale, I'm chucking it to you. And they're supposedly very intelligent, so they know yeah. what they're doing. If they were intelligent, they'd get out of those uh, pools. But it's like a lion like eating something and then just chucking a bit of meat about, isn't it? I know. But oh, and, they, and they, they hunt babies, baby whales and baby dolphins by separating them from their mums and dads. Yeah. So it's a bit like... It's a bit You know, go for the big ones, you cheeky buggers. Yeah, take someone on your own yeah. size. So they get... They get a lot of sympathy when I always just think fuck them fuck them they, okay. would, they wouldn't be if you if they if we were in tanks yeah or what's the equivalent of if we wouldn't be tanks would be <laughs> uh, yeah and clapping and stuff and doing tricks for killer whales under the sea they wouldn't be trying to get us released would they probably not no no good they'd be me- eating, there. they'd just be eating us wouldn't we but right uh, okay oh, sorry that's not that's not, that's not your animal so, who's your animal because uh, it has to be on land what, what's your um I'm gonna go for ducks. Ducks. Yeah. All right. What have you got against ducks? Have you ever seen a duck's penis? Have you <laughs> ever seen a duck's penis? No. Female ducks have. Uh, I, f- male ducks and female ducks have a very, very, very. Um, what's the word? Self-destructive relationship. Okay. Um, a, 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 a duck has a penis like the third. Like it's the third of the size of its body. Right, like, so you know, massive. It's down to my knees. Yeah. If, I, if I was a duck, I'd have a, um, a giant. And it's a corkscrew. It's corkscrew shaped. Why? And the female duck has a um, a corkscrew vagina. Why? Because they don't like each other. <laughs> also, m- male ducks are like seventy percent of them are, um, you know, sex criminals. 
What do you mean? They force themselves on on the female ducks. Do they? To the point where the female duck has evolved, um, uh, I think it's three separate bits within the vagina, and if they don't like what's going on because they're you know being manhandled by the well duck handled by the <laughs> by the male duck, um, they force it. They contract the muscles and force it down a different opening so they can't get impregnated. Wow. Yeah. So that like I think they should just like stop breeding and just like you know. How Go down the evolutionary cul-de-sac. A lot of, like, that's a lot of evolution to have happened for yeah. that to be, yeah. become so such they're, a thing. They're, I mean, the male is obviously a bigger dick because he's, you know, mm. indulging in rough behaviour with them. But the females are, you know... Because people like to go and look at ducks, but actually they are pretty moody. They're pricks. They're pricks. I uh, I, I live in a place called Alexander Palace, right? And at the top of Alexander Palace, there's a massive duck pond. Mm. And... Uh, you can go round in, you know, those pedal boats that are, have swans on them, which is weird. Yeah. Imagine if you you were, <laughs> imagine if you were like hanging about, yeah. and then a swan came by in like a pedal car. It's just a, a pedal car that was human that had a human <laughs> like it was human shaped. Yeah, weird, uh, it? it would be weird, but okay. So maybe there's a reason why swans and ducks are assholes. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, get anyway. back to it. Um, uh, and so and. And I always go to the kids, oh, should we go and feed the ducks? She goes, go and feed the ducks. Let's go and feed the ducks. Be right. go, yeah, let's feed the ducks. Oh, quack, quack, quack. And then like, we walk up this massive hill, get there with our half a um, loaf of Hovis, yeah, Hovis, yeah. Hovis seed sensations. <laughs> I won't lie. I'm doing all right. Yeah. I can afford seed sensations. Not even stale. I, yeah. just, I just decide to just feed the ducks. Just as it is. All right, fair And then enough. you spend the whole time chucking the, uh, the bread and they don't come over to you because they've just, had too much bread. They're not bothered anymore. They're not bothered. Oh fucking hell. Also their bowel movements would be horrible if they just eat imagine just eating bread. Oh my god. All the time. I wonder if they got corkscrew Const- constantly const- constipated. Yeah, so they're 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 the dick dicks. Of- Thinking we are on the island though, right? You yeah. catch a duck, that's a nice that's a nice meal. Oh duck breasts. <sighs> Good oh. bit tasty bit of meat. Yeah, you just fry it on the skin side for like half an hour. Oh. Really let all the fat come out. It's cooking its own fat, all crispy, turn it over. Oh my god. I wonder if you can eat the uh, corkscrew Penis. Yeah, that could be a, a delicacy. Curious. I mean, have you seen it? No. Have you, seen, have you got your phone with you there? Yeah. Just type in duck penis, mate. Just live reaction. Okay. I will. It's unbelievable. This is what people want. It come, you know, also, it comes out, like, in a second. It's hidden, and it goes... Duck penis. <laughs> okay. I'll shorten this pause on the... No, leave it in, mate. It builds the tension. Fuck off. There, see? Told you. That is insane. Told you. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. That is quite an artistic picture, but Jesus, that thing. Imagine that. It's like a Harry Potter wand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I urge anyone listening to this podcast to Google this. When you see it hanging down like that, it's like a worm hanging from its. Oh my god! It's a horrific yeah. example. So I think we can all agree, ducks are. Dickheads. You can buy duck corkscrews, and and you someone would buy me a duck corkscrew Not before this, and you wouldn't realise that that's actually. Yeah. Well, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, here's one licking its own one. I know it's just a bit weird. Okay. I mean, this is why ducks are dickheads. No, you can have that, Brian. That's disgusting. Looking at this, how are any new ducks ever created? This is the thing. This is a lot of effort to get that is, in there. This is probably why ducks aren't the chickens of the world, if you think about it, because they're probably quite hard to procreate. Chickens, you know, all the, they're at it all the time. Because if you think about it, you'd much rather eat a duck than a chicken, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. 
Oh yeah, because it's much tastier. Much me. tastier, yeah. Yeah. Quite gamey though. It is quite gamey, but God, it's rich and tasty. Oh, it's lovely. Bit of hoisting on there. Oh, hello. Makes me want to get a Chinese. <laughs> so, so it's good that I would on my island. There's, I can just kill these ducks and eat them. Yes, because they're they're there. They're disgusting, but you can just hack them down. Yeah. That's a good twist on it, actually. I really like that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Brian, for coming in. And do yeah, who do I talk to about my feet? Anything to plug? Um, yeah. Yeah, go on. What, you could, what have you got to plug? Uh, my bum hole. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very wide and I'm old. <laughs> and I, don't eat, I don't eat much roughage. What's your... Um, uh, what, if people want to follow you on Twitter to see your hilarious tweets, what's uh, it? At BPL Murphy. Great. That's that, it. That's I was good. the first to get BPL Murphy. I was very proud of that. That's good, yeah. I don't have to have, like, Ladies Man 123 or whatever on Twitter. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's that's not great. many BPL Murphys out there, mate. So there we go. I'm the first of them. A great achievement. Well, thank you very much, Brian, for coming in and sharing your desert island dicks. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye.